for sale by owners. <sighs> we don't like you guys. <laughs> With there being such a hot market right now and other states around the country, you may just think you can get a for sale by owner sign from Home Depot, stick it in your yard and put it on Zillow. Bob's your uncle. Sell your house, no problem at all. Uh, there are six major things that you're not taking into consideration here. Let's talk about them. What's up guys, Louis Gall here. Welcome to the channel as always. If you've never been here before, we talk about real estate matters, especially in the city of Denver in the state of Colorado. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button, hit the notification bell, and that will keep you up to date with everything that we are doing and talking about on this channel. Today we're talking about every realtor's favorite people for sale by owner. God, you little... <laughs> Here's the deal. If you're selling your house by yourself, hey, you've got every right to do that, go for it. But there are six major reasons that is not gonna be as profitable and as stress-free as selling it with a real estate agent. Now, if you watch this whole video and then after it, you're like, ah, you're full of it, I'm just gonna do it myself anyway. Hey, do your thing, go for it. But here are some things that you might be missing if you're trying to sell your house by yourself without a professional, here we go. Okay, the first one is pricing, specifically overpricing, which is usually what we see with FISBOs or for sale by owner properties all the time. And there's reasons for this. There's a few different reasons. One is that you don't have access to the MLS and you can't pull real comps for your property. So with most for sale by owners, you're going on Zillow or you're going on what your neighbor sold theirs for a couple months ago, and you might be able to get a roundabout number but as a real estate professional, we dig into the MLS. We go through all the listings that have sold in the subdivision, in a quarter mile radius, what they sold for, what they went under contract for, was there price reductions, and all those things come into consideration when we start to price a home. The problem with overpricing a home, as always, is you don't get as many eyes on the property as you would if you did it at fair market value. Also, you're going to get beat up and you're going to have to reduce the price, reduce the price, reduce the price and keep it going to the point where people are looking at it like, well, eh, there's something wrong with that house because they keep on dropping the price so much. The other problem with pricing when you're selling it by yourself is that you're too emotionally attached. This is the house that your kids grew up in. This is the house that you first bought with your wife or husband or whatever it was. There's too much emotional attachment. So now what you're starting to do is put a price tag on those memories and that can be truly detrimental to selling a home. As a neutral third party, as a real estate agent coming in, all I do is look at the math. Let's see what everything else sold for. Let's see what condition this house is in compared to the other houses, and then we'll consider the price of selling it. So overpricing is a huge issue with for sale by owners. That's just one of six. All right, the next one is marketing. Now, because our markets are so hot and homes are selling really quickly, you might just think that you can put the sign in the yard. Maybe you tell your neighbors and put a couple of postcards up in a local coffee shop or whatever it is. But in this day and age, especially in 2020, that is not enough to sell your house and get it in front of as many people as possible. Yeah, you can put it on Zillow and Redfin by yourself and do all that. But here's the issue. A lot of buyers are not coming into a home until maybe the second showing or until they're really sure about that property. Now, if they go on Zillow and see your house with your iPhone photographs 
and no home tour and everything like that, they're probably just going to skip on by it and go to the next one, which has professional photos, which has professional presentation, a live walkthrough video, a 3D tour, and a professionally done description with a lot of keywords that we put into things to attract buyers to look at the home. So there's a ton of little things that you're not thinking of when you sell a home. When I look at it, I try to think about what the different features are, what rooms photograph the best, which direction does it face, what time should we take the photographs, and different things like that. When you're not taking those into consideration, the chances of it catching someone's eye when they scroll through on Zillow or Redfin or whatever is pretty slim. The other thing about Zillow that you gotta think about as well is that searching for home for sale by owner is an option on Zillow. So when you go on Zillow and you hit search for homes, and in some states for sale by owner isn't automatically checked, so your home might not come up at all. So you need to make sure you're in those areas where for sale by owner comes up automatically. And then of course, one of the things that I specialize in with my clients is digital marketing. Are you putting in the money into Facebook ads, into YouTube ads and stuff like that to promote your listing? Do we have a full videographer team coming out and doing a listing presentation video that's beautiful and then we blast that out to all the agents in the area? You're probably not doing that and you've not really thought about that. So you're missing out on not only buyers but agents as well who are gonna bring the buyers. So you might put it up and do your thing and you might be seeing like this much of the market return and check out your listing. Whereas if we put it on as a specialized team, we're gonna see the whole market range. And I'm gonna blast it to specific agents who I know have clients in that area too. And that brings us to our next point, which is showings and access to the property. Now, as soon as a buyer sees a home, they send it to their agent, we schedule a showing and we get them in there right away on day one to check out the property because funnily enough, in Denver right now, if your home hasn't sold in the first weekend, there's a perception that there's something wrong with it, which is crazy, of course, but that is the perception that people have. If it's not selling in the first weekend, we're gonna have to drop the price, we're gonna have to do some desperate stuff here. So access to showings is a huge one now what do i mean by that typically when we list a home for a client we have our showing time mapped out and everything is automated so when an agent has a buyer who wants to see it they go on showing time boop, 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 boop. they put it in there it notifies me and notifies my seller we okay it good to go they can go in there at three o'clock or whatever it is three to three thirty and go in and check it out and we can also keep tabs of everyone who's been in there too. For sale by owners, what you see on Zillow and things like that is you scroll down, you have to keep on scrolling, keep on scrolling and find the number of the owner. Call them, I would honestly say eight out of 10 times goes to voicemail. Typically owners aren't picking up their phone because they're not programmed to do it. When my phone rings, I pick it up like that because I know there might be money on the end of it, there might be showings, there might be buyers, there might be sellers, whatever it is. Typical for sale by owner isn't thinking like that. So when a number comes up they don't know, they, they might not pick it up, they might just listen to the voicemail, see who it is first. And that's not gonna be good enough because by the time I've left you a voicemail, now I'm trying to schedule another five homes for my clients to see as well as yours. And now that you've not got back to me, I've only got time to see these ones. So it's imperative that your communication with showings and with clients is top notch. The other thing about showings as well is the guidelines we have in Colorado right now for our COVID restrictions. As a for sale by owner person, do you know the COVID restrictions? Do you know what we have to have in place? So I'm guessing most likely not. I do obviously and my team does because we do this for a living, we're professionals. So we take everyone through there with those guidelines, restrictions in place, keeping everything above board and making sure that everyone above all is safe. And the last thing about showings and probably the most obvious one is 
when you are showing a home and it's your house, oh, it's brutal. It's brutal for the buyers. We take in buyers if a seller is there in the house, oh, it's torture because you can't openly talk about the house with your buyers. They don't feel like they can openly criticize it, you know? So it's more just like a pleasantries as we go around it. And then after we leave the house, sometimes they've even forgot things like, okay, what was going on with the basement? We didn't get to talk about it in the house because the seller was there and it was super awkward. So think about that. If you're selling a home yourself, showing access, showing times, being there for showings, answering your phone, it's all a big hassle. Okay, the next one is communication skills and the ability to talk with buyers. Now this might seem a little bit weird, but hear me out here. With buyers, once you've been doing this for a while, you know how to talk to buyers, and more importantly, you know how to vet buyers from just looky-loos, to people who are just starting out, to first-time home buyers, to people who are super serious about making an offer today. A few different key questions that we ask buyers will get all the information we need to know if they're worth pursuing, if they're worth just a weekly follow-up, if they're worth just forgetting about altogether. So the problem is when you're not used to talking with people like this, it can keep your house on the market for way longer than it had to be initially. So if we have an open house, for instance, and people come in, once I ask a couple questions or talk to them about a couple of different key subjects, I know what's going on. If I think they're gonna write an offer, I ask them who their lender is, are they pre-approved already? I know a lot of lenders in town, so I'll text them or give them a quick call, find out what's going on. Is their agent with them? Let's talk about it because agent to agent, we talk very professionally and openly about what's going on most of the time. Chances are for you as a for sale by owner, if I come into the house with my buyers, I'm not gonna give away anything. I'm not gonna tell you anything really about what's going on with them because I know being in this profession and that you're not in this profession, I have a lot more ammo for my buyers to get this for a really, really good price. And make no mistake about it, that's what we're all trying to do. If I am representing my buyers, my goal is to get your house down to the lowest price I can possibly get, even in this market, especially for sale by owner, is one of the only properties you can still actively do that. So knowing how to talk to buyers, knowing how to vet out buyers to see who's actually serious, who's not, who's wasting your time, who's coming into your house with a couple of people looking around, and if they are serious, how do you entertain an offer? How do you do that? When they submit an offer over to you, how do you do that? Do you have access to be able to sign anything? Do you know what this contract looks like? Do you know what this legal language all means? Chances are probably not. So as an agent, someone could come in, write an offer with a bunch of different things hidden in there that you don't understand. You're like, okay, sign off on, and you're gonna get beat up in the process. Okay, the next one is unrealistic expectations. Most of the time, I would say nine times out of 10, the reason people try to sell their home on their own is to avoid paying real estate commissions. I get it. Real estate commissions are kind of expensive, but there's a reason for that because we do so much. So when you sell your home yourself, you have an expectation for it to perform as well as the house did two doors up or just down the street. You're like, oh, it'll do quite as well as that. No problem at all. But chances are this house over here, two doors up, had a real estate agent taking care of things, did all the things that we just talked about, and is taking that commission. And for that commission, they are probably working tremendously hard to bring people into the property. If you're not offering a buyer's agency commission, chances are there's not gonna be a lot of agents bringing people to your door to see it, which might leave you perplexed as to why it's not performing the way the other ones have. It's just the way it goes. We do this for a living. Now, if I have a buyer who really, 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 really loves your house, then yeah. I'll get it done and I won't charge a commission and maybe we'll work something out in the back end, I don't know. But nine times out of 10, no one's gonna bring anyone to see your house if you're not paying 
a buyer's commission. So your expectations are up here when really they should be down there. And that takes us right on to our last one, which is avoiding real estate commissions. Now, again, like I said, this is one of the top reasons why people decide to sell their home themselves, but you actually run into a lot of problems with this, and here's why. The real estate transaction is actually fairly vast and complicated in Denver. We have a lot of things going on. We have a lot of checklists. We have a lot of dates and deadlines to cover. We have a ton of legal obligations to go through. And if you're not prepared for that as a seller, are you just expecting the buyer's agent to do all that for you? So maybe you're paying a buyer's agent commission, but you're obviously not paying a seller's agent's commission because you're doing it yourself. So are you now expecting the buyer's agent to work twice as hard to get this done, to do the work for them and you at the same time? Chances are that's not going to happen. So what may happen is this agent will actually become a transaction broker and represent the whole deal and take more of a commission than you were going to pay in the first place. Now, if you're not going to do that and you're just going to pay a buyer's agency, a buyer's agent represents the buyer, no one else. He is for them. His fiduciary responsibility is to them, not to you. So he can't represent you. He can't do all these things. He can't help you out or she obviously. Um, help you out with all of the things on your end. So you're kind of screwed, which means they are going to dictate the pace of the contract. They're going to dictate everything that goes on back and forth. And you're kind of stuck there not knowing exactly what's going on. And you'll just agree to everything that's going on. And what happens when you agree to everything going on is you're going to give up seller concessions. You might drop the price down. You might do this and that. And almost all of the time, and you can look this up, for sale by owners typically make less profit walking away at the closing table than a for sale by agent. Now, all you have to do is look back at the video and see all the things that we talked about that go into actually selling a property. It's not as easy as people think, even in a hot market, we still have to do a ton of work to bring the right people in to market the place properly, to price it right. We're gonna make more profit for you selling your home and taking a commission than you're gonna do by selling it on your own. And then we take away all the hassle, all the stress, all the time that you have to be at the house, everything like that. Why would you sell your home by yourself? It doesn't make sense. Honestly, that's my personal opinion and probably the opinion of most people in this profession. If you want to talk more about this, as always, drop comments. I can't wait to see some of the comments in this video. If you do have history of selling homes by yourself or you're thinking about doing it, drop them in. Let me hear it. Let me hear your success stories. Let me hear questions you have and we'll go from there. So until next time, have a lovely day and I will talk to you soon.